Hi, I'm Mickey Jones, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. Tickled to be here. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome to another episode of On Screen and Beyond. This is 110. I'm Brian Zemrak, your host, and this is the weekly show that keeps you updated on remakes, sequels, new movies, TV and DVD releases, and this week our special guest is Mickey Jones. That's right, Mickey was our first guest on the first episode of On Screen and Beyond back in 2007, and now Mickey has returned. He's going to talk about a new pilot that he's just finished completing, and he's going to be uh, possibly a new series on ABC. He's going to talk about that. He's going to talk about his uh, recent reunion with Kenny Rogers in the first edition. They all got back together to do a show. And uh, he's going to let you in on that one and all sorts of other things. Mickey's a great guy. He's always fun to have on the show, and he's going to be back. So I hope you're going to enjoy that. And also I want to remind you that we've just completed our recent um, contest with Magnolia Home Entertainment, and we've had our winners. And now we're going to do another contest. This time we have teamed up with New Video, and we're giving you a chance to win a new Blu-ray copy of Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. That's a Josh Whedon film. And it was the internet sensation, and it comes to DVD on May 25th, but you have a chance to win it for free. And all you got to do, once again, it's very simple. All you got to do is send us an email at contest at onscreenandbeyond.com, and on May 24th, we will draw a name from all the entries, and we'll come up with our winner. As simple as that. That's all you got to do. Just send us an email saying you want to win it. And only one entry per person, please. And please include your name and your mailing address in case you win so we can send it to you. And it's just another way to win from On Screen and Beyond. We're going to have more coming your way, too, so stick around for that. So between now and May 24th, you have a chance to win yourself a copy, a Blu-ray copy, of Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, okay? And that, of course, stars Neil Patrick Harris. It's a great uh, a great film, internet thing, and I think you're going to like it. So check that out at onscreenandbeyond.com. we got all the rules up there, and uh, you can get all the information. And we got some great interviews coming your way in the future in the future episodes we've got coming up, and, and I just, I'm just so excited because we've got some great classic people and we've got some new people coming your way so i hope you're gonna uh, enjoy those but if you have a suggestion that you'd like to send us all you got to do is send it to us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com and we'll see what we can do about getting the people that you want to have on uh, we've done a lot of uh, shows where we've had guests that people have suggested things and um we're going to you know, continue doing that so if you want to do it send us an email and give us your suggestion so Let's get right on to it. Uh, let's check out the May releases uh, coming your way. And let's start out with May Remake Madness, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. 
As far as May releases in Remake Madness, it looks like uh, May 14th. You can look for Russell Crowe to star in a remake of the Sherwood Forest hero Robin Hood. And on May 21st, look for MacGruber to arrive in theaters. It is a remake of the old Saturday Night Live skits. And a remake of the Prince of Persia video game comes to theaters on May 28th, and it stars Jake Gyllenhaal. And that's about it for Remake Madness for May. Coming up next, what's coming your way as far as new movies? in May on On Screen and Beyond. Upcoming movies in May, well, Letters to Juliet comes to theaters on May 14th. It stars Vanessa Redgrave about a story of a lady looking for her long-lost love. And Queen Latifah will star in Just Right in a romantic comedy, sports comedy, that is, about Latifah being a physical therapist for the NBA. And on May 28th, George Romero brings us Survival of the Dead, where on an island off the coast, residents fight a zombie epidemic. That's it for upcoming movies in May. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way in May as far as sequels? Right here on On Screen and Beyond. As far as sequels in May, look for Shrek Forever After as it arrives in theaters on May 21st and continues the story of everyone's favorite ogre. Also on May 21st, look for Sex in the City 2 as it rolls into theaters with uh, the continuing story of Carrie and the Gang. And of course, Iron Man 2 is out and it's breaking box office records and it stars Robert Downey Jr. Oh yeah, and I wanted to also mention that last week we mentioned uh, the... Um, Steven Spielberg and J.J. Abrams' film, which was real hush-hush and secret, well, it's, of course, now a lot of people know that it is called Super 8, and they premiered a trailer on the Iron Man movie. Before the Iron Man, they showed the trailers, and uh, they had a little trailer for that, uh, Super 8. It looks like it's going to be a uh, big hit coming up next year. So we'll keep you informed on that one as things move along. And let's see, coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, TV on DVD in May, right here on On Screen and Beyond. TV on DVD in May, well, May 11th, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with Will Smith. Season 5 comes to DVD. On May 18th, you can look for Prince Valiant, the complete 65-episode series. It's an animated series that uh, ran from uh, 1991 to 1993. And Leverage, the second season, comes to DVD on May 25th. And that's about it for TV on DVD. Coming up next, Movies on DVD in May right here on On Screen and Beyond. Movies on DVD in May. This time we're going to take a look at independent pictures coming your way. Sear, S-E-R-E, arrives on DVD on May 11th. And this I had a chance to check this one out, and it's a very well-done film. It's about an American air crew that is captured and subjected to interrogation in a foreign land. It's a very intense movie. Draws you right into it. Uh, check that one out if you get a chance. Also in May, you can check out a mockumentary called Jordan Saffron Taste This, which features... Uh, Rachel Hunter's in it, and uh, a guy from The Sopranos, and uh, a whole bunch of other people. And check it out. It's a, it, it's, it's a funny film. And also, uh, let's see here. As well, you can check out uh, Surviving Crooked Lake. It's four girls, two canoes, one body. Check that one out. And on May 25th, look for Josh Whedon's 
Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog starring Neil Patrick Harris on Blu-ray. So, of course, we have our contest with that one. And giving you a chance to win that Blu-ray, simply send us an email to contest at onscreenandbeyond.com on May 24th, the day before it's released. We will have a drawing, and we will come up with a winner, and then we'll mail that out to you. Simple as that. That's all you got to do. So, that's about it. Coming up next, we have the person who was the first guest on On Screen and Beyond back in 2007, joining us once again to update us on some things that he's involved with. And one of them is a new pilot that he's just finished, and it's a possible new series coming to ABC. Mickey Jones is joining us once again. Of course, Mickey was the drummer for Bob Dylan, Kenny Rogers, uh, Trinity Lopez, all sorts of other people. And you really got it. Mickey's a great guy. You got to listen to this one because he's he's tells us all sorts of stuff. Uh, talks about that new series he might be uh, starring in, and of course he also did a, a reunion with Kenny Rogers in the first edition, and playing just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. All sorts of stuff. It's coming up next right here on Screen and Beyond. <laughs> My next guest on On Screen and Beyond has been a former guest. In fact, he was the first guest on On Screen and Beyond three years ago. And today he joins us, and we're going to get an update on what he's been up to. It's Mickey Jones. Mickey, welcome to On Screen and Beyond once again. Kind of cool, Brian, that I was on the very first one, so I feel pretty honored. Well, a lot has happened since the last time we were together. Uh, I just finished uh, a pilot for ABC that... I really believe could be a new series. I, I vowed to myself about four or five years ago, I would never do reality television. And I just didn't think that it was utilizing valuable airtime in a good manner for people eating bugs and doing some of the silly stuff that they were doing. And so I was not interested. Well, the climate in reality television has changed. Today, there are some reality shows that are absolutely touching people's heart and doing some good things for people. Uh, Extreme Home Makeover is a good example of people helping people who need help. Uh, Undercover Boss, I think, is a great show because it gives some insight to big wheels that they get to see what their employees have to go through. So it gives them a little insight into how to repair certain things. Well, I just did this pilot for ABC called Wish Riders, and a young kid who was terminally ill with cancer at 14 uh, was granted a wish by the Make-A-Wish Foundation. He wanted to meet Sandra Bullock. That was his goal. And uh, they said, well, we're going to make that happen. Well, before it happened, his mother, his grandmother took sick in Oregon, and he called him up and said, I want to change my wish. Instead of meeting Sandra Bullock, I want to go be with my grandmother. So here's a kid who gave up his wish to meet Sandra Bullock so that he could go spend possibly her last days with his grandmother. And uh, thank God his grandmother pulled through. 
he is now cancer free. So this is his idea to give back to the Make-A-Wish. He would like to do for critically ill children what Make-A-Wish did for him. And uh, they asked me to host the show. And I got to tell you, I am honored beyond belief to do something that could absolutely make a difference in some kids' lives. And the premise of the show is that we would go with our motorcycle crew, wish riders. We would go to different cities each week and grant wishes for critically ill children. And uh, some of the stories I heard on this first episode, man, I had tears rolling down my cheek. I was going to ask you that. It was very difficult. You know, I had to jump in and think real fast. I said, boy, these allergies are killing me. But uh, uh, some of these stories will absolutely break your heart. One of the guys that rode with us, his wife died of cancer. He was left with his seven-year-old daughter to be mom and dad. She fell on her bicycle and thought she injured her side. And after a couple of days, it wasn't getting any better. So he took her to the doctor. Well, she had a softball-sized tumor, cancerous tumor, in the right side of her stomach. So she was in and out of the hospital for a year. And <clears throat> Make-A-Wish went to him and said, we'd like to grant you a wish. What would you like to do? Well, she's seven years old. She said, my dream is to go to Disney World and meet Cinderella. Because she had drawn a picture she wanted to give to Cinderella. And not long after she turned eight years old, they got the trip. They went to Orlando. It's supposed to be a seven-day trip. On day five, she got to meet Cinderella, gave her her picture. And that afternoon, she said, Dad, I think we need to go home. So they cut the trip short by two days. And on the plane back to Detroit... She said, Dad, I think you should take me straight to the hospital. And she died two days later. So that's the kind of tragedies we're dealing with with the wish riders. So I feel real good about the show. And I'm so honored that they want me to be the host because I've played so many bikers. And all the outlaw bikers like me, all the yuppie bikers like me, people who ride know me and they like what I do. And... uh, so I'm, I'm honored that they think I am the guy that could sit on that blade of that sword and be the bad guy, but be a good guy and do what we're doing for these kids. So I uh, hope everybody will keep their fingers crossed for me that Wish Riders will end up on ABC this fall. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a show that would, would be a good show. Well, and- I think the, the climate is right right now. When you look at what's happening with television, we are utilizing that valuable airtime for something more than just eating bugs. So it could be good. I think the show would be good if we get a chance. So I got my fingers crossed because uh, I would love to do it on many levels. First of all, it would be nice to have a job. It would be nice to have a series. But the, the, the fringe benefits are the good we will do for people around the country. Oh, yeah. That, to me, is the bottom line. So. Um, I'm honored they want me to do it. Yeah, and ABC seems to do a lot of those types of shows, exactly. uh, reality shows, as you as opposed to like what you say, the, the bug-eating ones and things like You're that. You're absolutely right. Uh, uh, Extreme, Extreme Home Makeover is an ABC show, yeah. although Undercover Boss is a CBS show, and I think, I think it's doing well uh, and making a, 
a difference with some people's lives, shining a light on some problems and fixing some of the things they need to. So there are some shows out there doing good work right now. I just hope we get a a chance to be one of them. Yeah, I I think uh, I wish you luck on that because that does sound like a good show. I got my fingers crossed. Now, um, you also, I understand, were involved with the 50th anniversary show for Kenny Rogers. Exactly. A couple of weeks ago, uh, we reunited the original group, the first edition. Uh, Our first big hit record was called Just Dropped In to See What Condition My Condition Was In. Love that song. (laughs) And so they're doing a special. It's a two-hour special called Kenny Rogers. The first 50 years. And we shot the show up at uh, the MGM Grand Theater at Foxwood Casino in Connecticut. And it's uh, Dolly Parton and uh, Smokey Robinson and uh, Lionel Richie and Chris Isaac, Tim McGraw, Allison Krauss, Darius Rucker. But what's so cool about it is the show opens with Kenny Rogers in the first edition doing Just Dropped In. So what a way to start the show. It was it was fun because I didn't really know if I could still play because I know I don't have the chops I used to have. But I found out I can still play. All you got to do is be able to count to four and take it on home, and that's what I did, man. Do it with authority, and nobody knows the difference. It was great. We had a great time, Brian. So how was it when, you know, like you say, you guys hadn't played together for a long time. Did you rehearse much before you did that, or was it just bang? That's a very good point. I have not played drums, except for a time or two sitting in with friends, since 1976. Wow. So what is that? That's 34 years. So I didn't know if I could still do it with the authority that I used to do it. And, you know, we got together for rehearsal. And it was as if it happened day before yesterday. Wow. We all still remembered it. We knew the arrangement. And uh, it just fell into place. And when it was, we rehearsed for a couple of hours while they were blocking the camera shots. And, when, and then the next day, we did the show the next night. And uh, it was a big hit. So I was tickled to be there. And then... They had me do a nice thing. They uh, <clears throat> they introduced me to introduce Chris Isaac. They brought me out and said, please welcome one of the original members of the first edition, Mickey Jones. I walked out, and the place went crazy. And I said, I want to really thank you guys for remembering the first edition. I said, I need to tell you a story that back in 1969, we were recording an album called uh, the first edition, 69. And we were one song short on the album. And we only had 10 minutes of studio time left. Our producer said, guys, I've got to have one more song. We've only got 10 minutes left. Do you have anything that we can just throw on the album? And Kenny piped up and he said, well, you know, we got this old Mel Tillis song that we found on a Roger Miller album called Ruby Don't Take Your Love to Town. He said, well, let's hear it. So we kicked it off. We didn't even finish it. And he said, oh, let's cut it right now. So we recorded that song in one take with two vocal passes 
It was the biggest record the group ever had, and that's how we accidentally became known as Kenny Rogers in the first edition. It could very easily have been Mickey Jones in the first edition, which I think would have been a heck of a lot better, but uh, that's how it happened because Kenny sang lead on that particular song, and it went on to be the biggest hit the group ever had, and it was the very first record to be number one on the country charts and number one on the rock charts at the same time. And I said, so I want to introduce you a young man who did a bad, bad thing here to do Ruby Don't Take Your Love to Town is Chris Isaac. So that was kind of cool. Hey, there's the boss. You were funny. (laughs) I was a uniform cop in stakeout driving around the freeway following these cop cars for about six days getting back to number one. (laughs) I asked this question all over the country. Name the five freedoms guaranteed under the First Amendment. Very seldom do I get anybody that knows. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of the press, the freedom to assemble, and the freedom to redress grievances. People come up with, is that the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness? No. Is it guns? No, that's the second amendment. We're not teaching our children. Congratulations. Now, I want to ask you about the song. I lost my place. I know, I can't remember where we were, but the song just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. That was the first psychedelic song. At least that's what I've always heard. You know, I think you're right, because we recorded that in early 69. It was a huge hit record in the spring of 69. In the summer of 69, our manager called us and wanted us to, uh, said we got an offer to play this little festival called Woodstock. And uh, they were only offering $8,000. And at the time, we were getting 15000 a night. So we turned Woodstock down. But the only reason they tried to book us was because they thought we were this big acid group because of Just Dropped In. And we couldn't have been farther from the truth. But in hindsight, I think it would have been kind of cool to say, oh, yeah, we work Woodstock. No, you're, you're but the, in a way, it's kind of cool to say we turned down Woodstock. Well, you know, I, you're the second person I've interviewed. I just interviewed Tommy James just recently. Tommy James and, and the Shondells. And they refused doing Woodstock also because they were in Hawaii and they said they got a phone call saying we want you to come up to New Upper st- Upstate New York and do a, a show at a pig farm. Really? <laughs> and they said Hawaii, Upstate New York, pig farm. No, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and he says now, you know. <laughs> now see, I can't imagine what hit record they would have thought they were some psychedelic thing. But just dropped in, I understand. Yeah. You know, uh, there was a guitar player that used to come in and see us in Miami. His name was Jimi Hendrix. Just Dropped In was his favorite song of all times. So when we'd work Miami, 
he would come in and sit in and play guitar with us. And I always thought, it's okay, nothing to write home about. I, I, I didn't think he was a great technician, but I thought he created sounds that had never happened before. And my son told me one day, made me very aware, he said, Dad, you're crazy. Jimi Hendrix was a guitar god, a genius. And I told him the same thing. I thought he was okay, but nothing to write home about. And then I sat and watched the film Woodstock. And I had to call my son up and say, I owe you an apology. He was a guitar god. He was a guitar genius. And here's a good question. How many people were there at Woodstock and saw Jimi Hendrix? Do you know? I have no idea. Less than 300. Really? He closed the show on Sunday night. Sunday evening, and uh, they absolutely were only about 300 people left to see Hendrix at Woodstock because everybody was already trying to get home. Yeah, but everybody's seen it through the movie. Through the movie, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, so. Mickey, um, I know it's late. It's very late. Well, I but. just hope we didn't put any of your uh, listeners to sleep because it's always fun when you and I get together and, and talk about things that matter and I think we just did that tonight. Well, I hope I wish you luck with the the new show. I hope it goes through. Keep your fingers crossed. Wish Riders on ABC. We'll see what happens. Thank you, Mickey. Cool. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, it's always fun to have Mickey Jones back on the show. Mickey is such a great guy. It's always fun to get together with him and, uh, and have a talk with him. And I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, let's see. hope Mickey has a, uh, a chance of getting that pilot to become a series on ABC. Sounds like it'll do a lot of good. And in case you're wondering, toward the end of the interview with Mickey Jones, uh, you hear Mickey say, hey, it's the boss. And then he talked with somebody for a minute. If you listen closely, you'll know who it is. It was actor Richard Dreyfus. Richard, of course, was uh, in Jaws, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and, and What About Bob, and on and on and on, and all these other things, won an Oscar and everything. He, he was walking by, and he happened to you know jump in while we were doing the interview. So it was kind of cool. You never know who's going to end up uh, you know, jumping in here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, let's see what else we get going on here. I just want to remind you once again about our contest. If you'd like to win a, co- a Blu-ray copy of Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog starring Neil Patrick Harris, check it out at onscreenandbeyond.com. We give you the complete rules of what you got to do, and it's very simple. All you got to do is send us an email at contest at onscreenandbeyond.com. And the DVD comes out on May 25th. On May 24th, we're going to pick a winner, send it out to you. Simple as that. Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog on Blu-ray. Right here from On Screen and Beyond, a new video. We joined up together to give you that. And we're going to do some more contests coming your way. Keep checking onscreenbeyond.com to find out when. Also, we, of course, have people who you can uh, send in questions for. Sometimes we uh, put up on our website right at the very first page down at the bottom. We'll let you know of some guests we're going to be having coming on the show, and you can send us your questions for those people. Currently, we have, let's see, who is up there? I'm trying to think. I didn't uh, write it down. Uh, uh, Wyatt Earp. That's right. 
you O'Brien, who played Wyatt Earp, is going to be joining us on On Screen and Beyond once again. You has been on the show before. He's coming back to talk about some things, and we want to know what you would like to ask him. You have a question about uh, his um, time on Wyatt Earp as one of the greatest Western heroes that ever was? You can ask a question. Send it to us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. Also, we have up there, who's going to be a guest on our show, Melissa Sue Anderson, who played Mary on Little House on the Prairie. That's right. We've got two people up there that you can send questions in for. Now, like we've told you before, you got to send them in quick because they, they may not, not be up there long, Because uh, depending on when we have the interview scheduled. Uh, but if you want to have a question for one of those people, send it to us very quickly. All right? Feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And that just about does it for another episode of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 110. Next week, we have another great guest scheduled for you. And we have got a whole bunch lined up that are going to, you're just going to love them. I can tell you right now because we've got some, some people that are going to be involved with some brand new films coming out. And we've got some with some classic TV shows, classic movies. And it's all right here on On Screen and Beyond. So until then, this is Brian. Take care. <laughs> 